What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Reality TV Happy Hour. My name is Jordan Parhar, and today we are back talking about Big Brother Canada 5 live on RobHasWebsite.com. It, uh, it is a very somber day for some people. It is a very great day for some people. We're here to break it all down for you, filled with emotion, as you can see with uh, my, my pal Sarah Miller here right beside me. Uh, let's introduce the panel, though, that we have here on this episode of the Happy Hour. Uh, first, uh, we didn't hear from her last night. I, have, I, I can't remember the last time I was on a podcast with this, this lady, but I, I love her so much. Give it up for Melissa Denny, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Melissa, how are you? I am I am okay. I, I feel sad, but also, you know, it was a really exciting episode. So, you know... I had a great time watching it. So, so crazy. So crazy. And uh, it was a double eviction. So I figured, well, initially I thought, why don't I get double the trouble and get two guests, uh, which which I plan and reach out to people. But then I had someone text me like half hour before the episode saying, I need to watch this with someone, please. Uh, so first, let's introduce. <laughs> I talked about her already. Uh, it is Sarah Miller from BB Can 2. Mumsy, how are you? I'm very sad. If you can't tell, I've been crying shocker um but yeah i'm happy to be here happy to have you uh lots of emotions i was consoling mumsy during a lot of this episode we were watching this literally holding me <laughs> at, one, at one point <laughs> yes at one point uh but if you were not our original guest but so happy to have you here we've got triple the trouble on a double eviction not a triple eviction though uh next on the panel uh is a very very fun just great personality. I love her so much. There was one point in this broadcast beforehand that two of her were on the screen, and I was hoping uh, something happened in the space-time <laughs> continuum, and she cloned herself. It's Peely Niemer, ladies and gentlemen. Peely, how are you? I'm great. Uh, crazy, crazy, crazy episode. Ups and downs, but that's what my brother is all about. And you know about double evictions, Peely, which I guess uh, we will we'll get I into I went home later. on a double. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, there you go. So, yeah, well, you went the first. I, I went home on a yeah. double, and then I met Peely for the first time on her double. Oh, yeah. yeah there we go. That was, that, was, that was the highlight of my eviction, Mumsy. All right. Well, uh, this woman does not know uh, what it's like to go home in a double because she did so well. She got all the way to final three. Uh, it's Ashley Wood, ladies and gentlemen. Ashley, how are you? Uh, I'm good. I'm sad. My palms are still kind of sweaty, and I'm anxious still. But it was a really good episode, but not really. Yeah, I, I think, right? I mean, I think for a lot of us that are Neta fans, that was a really, a really tough episode uh, to watch. Uh, but it was very exciting for some people. So, uh, you know, it's that's Big Brother. It's it's crazy. It's a crazy game. Uh, we are live here on RobHasWebsite.com uh, just to let you guys know. So we're going to be monitoring the chat room there. If you can't access the chat for some reason, you can go to ChatWing.com slash for happy hour. We will have that open uh, throughout the episode. We're also going to be taking your questions, uh, hopefully in the later half of the show. Uh, if you want to send those in, you can tweet me. I am at Jordan Parhar on Twitter. You can use hashtag Rehappy Hour. Also, uh, at the very end,
of this podcast, there is going to be uh, an announcement from me. So you probably want to stick around. Maybe not. But uh, I think it's probably worth it to actually stick through and watch this episode uh, because it, it is an important thing that I want to address. So uh, before we get into that, though, let's talk about the episode, guys. Uh I don't even know where to begin. Uh, Peely, you're drinking your water bottle, so I won't start with you. Uh, Ashley, let's go to you. Uh, let's just let's talk about Netta. How that was so tough to watch. Oh my goodness. Honestly, regardless of how you feel about Netta this season or whatever happened in the game, she is an amazing player, and how she like the emotion she had at the end there on stage with Arissa, You can't not feel bad for the girl and say that you have a heart. Like that was. I was crying sitting just watching it happen. Like, she was just absolutely heartbroken. And she was, I think she had a little bit harder on herself, too, because she's like, I, I, an hour. She's like, it was an hour I had to play the game or whatever. And she's like, it was an hour and my immunity was over and I was out. And I'm just really hoping she's not too hard on herself because she's, she's truly an amazing person, for sure. Yeah, you know, Ned's is great. And it just sucks because... You know, uh, it, it, they can hear those boos and stuff when Netta's like she's she's trying to pitch. You know that she's going after Ika, um, but then uh, you know it, it just pumps in the house and Ika can hear it. She's going at Netta. I mean, just a just a crazy sequence of events. Peely, what's going through your mind watching that? Did you have any PTSD because you went home in a double? I yes, like I honestly like the fact that she got the immunity itself. That that speaks volumes of the girl. Like the, how good of a player she is. That speaks volumes because that means Canada really like she probably would have been evicted the first week because that's how good she is. Like that's a compliment. Um, she really played her ass. Like she she re- she played a great game in, in my in my books. Um, it does suck to go home in a double because you don't have time to you don't have a whole week to build relationships to de- develop uh, friendships or conversations. Like you don't have that time, so it's really tough to like in. in Ika's case like she was on her like she wouldn't let her talk she wouldn't let her plead to Cindy right so she was in a tough spot it, it, I actually don't know this so I want to ask Ash or Peely if you want to jump in here Ash I'll throw it to you in terms of like the double you know we saw that time that you know where Ika was like talking and they're making that pitch like in real time how long was that was that like 20 minutes do you think like when you guys had your doubles and your triples not even it's no really, it's Genuinely, it's almost as fast as you see it on there. Maybe a couple minutes, give and take, but it's such a fast process, and everybody's during ours. Everyone's crying, everyone's arguing. It's just like a, it's a huge scramble, and it's just so much emotion. And maybe the emotion and, and the scramble made it seem like it was that much more faster, but it was honestly, it was such a fast, fast thing. Like you saw on Netta's face when she was trying to talk to Cindy right after Ika had t- spoken to her, she was almost shaking. She's like, what? She's like out of breath. Like they. They didn't do anything. She was out of breath because how nervous she was. How like little time they have to switch, vote, play all this. Yeah, it, it, it's really just so quick. Um, Melissa, this whole Ika versus Netta thing, this has been brewing for a while. Did you see it playing out the way it did tonight based on what we've seen on feeds the last couple of weeks? 
I feel like I was hoping it wouldn't end this way just because I wanted to see, you know, a big fallout or some sort of big, you know, confrontation or some, I don't know, something more than this. I just feel like we didn't get to see Netta try and campaign. We didn't get to see like two sides actually like, you know, rise up against each other. I I was just kind of hoping to see more of a showdown. And instead we just got this like little Peter out of like, okay, well now Netta's gone and now, you know, it's Ica versus, I guess, maybe Bruno and Kevin, but they're kind of like pretending to still be on the same side. So it's just not as exciting because it was really like Bruno and Kevin were kind of in the middle and it was just Ica versus Netta. And now we don't get to see that. And so I'm that's mainly why I'm disappointed tonight. But at the same time, it made for great TV watching Cindy make that decision. And, you know, I don't know if that's the best thing for her game, but it was fun for us to watch. So, well, well yeah, let's let's talk about that, because what do you think about that, Sarah? We were talking about this earlier. Yeah. Um, I think Cindy played that really well. I mean, the whole is Cindy is, and you can tell Cindy is genuinely like torn up. up. She doesn't know what to do. Um, And Ike is the one who's like, do it, do it, do it. So, I mean, everybody sees it as, okay, this isn't Cindy's move. This is Ike telling her to do that. And at the same time, this is a huge thing on Cindy's resume that she can carry with her at the end of the game. Because I know there's people out there who are like, oh, well, Cindy's in a good spot, but she hasn't done anything. You, Cindy just took out, you know, the greatest player in the history of BB Can uh, on this episode. So, what did you think about that, Sarah? I mean, she is still aligned with Cindy, but she's aligned with Ika, so she's in the middle here. It's such a weird spot. Yeah, I think it's a tough. I, I, I mean, you could tell just how hard of a time Cindy was having with it. I think you know, and I love Netta. but I think it is a testament to the the fact that Ika's social game is just that much better because obviously Cindy was trying to decide in that moment, Ika put her in a position where she had to choose Ika or Netta. Mm-hmm. And in that moment she chose Ika. Um, I think she also knew that, I mean, Netta's a beast. I, I, I don't know that without this power, she would have got this far to be honest. I think that, um, you, you know, Netta is one of those people that nobody wants to be sitting to in final two. And especially in the first couple of weeks, now that she's shown that she can actually win competitions, you don't want Netta post, jury you don't want her to be on the opposite side of her and have to go up against her the next few weeks so you know what i'm i'm a believer that you know you make the best decisions you can in the moment and they're either awesome or they're terrible and you don't know until it's done you just don't that's that's how the game works um you know so i think in the next couple weeks we're gonna see if this was really a, a good move for cindy i think it puts bruno and kevin in kind of the the target category now because net is gone and so who's the next two two people ike has got herself deep with those newbies she's got herself in with dimitri so i don't think she's um in much trouble just yet but i think this means uh bad news for kevin and bruno oh no 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 peely oh no ashley our, our boys sorry well well melissa can you lay out like what's the what's the game board looking like right now now that we've plucked netta out of here uh, where, yeah, where are, are Bruno and Kevin kind of on an Island by themselves? It kind of seems that way. Maybe add Jackie. Um, and I maybe, maybe add Cindy. Like at this point, I don't know where Cindy's going. I have no idea, but maybe add Jackie to that. Maybe add Dylan. It's so tough because now we don't know the big driving force behind everything, or at least in my opinion was Netta. So it was like Netta, Ika. Now Netta's gone. And I feel like there's going to be a shuffling, at least on that side. I don't know. But I think that, you know, Ika's got her side still. They're still intact. But now the other side's kind of 
going to be scrambling, I think. Yeah, I think it's it's a really tough thing. Like, what's uh, Ash? Like, what 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 do you think the move is for Kevin Bruno here in this spot? I mean, I don't really know if they have a ton of options coming up here. They gotta win, even though it's like <laughs> a endurance uh, endurance kind of HOH that might be coming up. It's just I want to see them kind of win an HOH. It's, I think it's finally their turn. But yeah, maybe they can bank on Jackie Dylan. Like, they're kind of. I think their backs are for the first time really really against the wall like i feel like they're really gonna have to like they've they've kind of been in trouble periodically throughout the whole thing but this time i think they're really they gotta pull out something which maybe they will (laughs) maybe they will peely what did you think about kevin and bruno giving get not giving netta like a sympathy vote going along with the house and voting because you could see kevin was clearly torn up about it um but he ultimately did decide to vote out netta there I think Netta knew they were the, uh, Bruno and Kevin were with her the whole entire time. Like they were attached to the hip, so I think that was just solid to not look uh, like they were working with her kind of thing. Just like a solid going with the house kind of vote because they did look torn. Like they, it wasn't like a, oh I'm gonna go again. Like that was just like a meaningless thing for them. I think. In terms of the Ica, let's talk about Ica here for a little bit. First, uh, Sarah, I want to ask you, uh, as somebody who is very close with Ica and with Netta, what was it like for you to watch that all play out where two very close friends of yours are like screaming at each other? Very, some hurtful things that had to be, I, I, it was hard enough for me to watch that. It was hard for the fans, I think, to an extent. I can't imagine what that was like for you. I just don't know any other situation where you have to deal with this. <laughs> Here's a newsflash. There is no other situation. There is none on TV in a thing where they have like an hour to get rid of. Like, it's just so crazy. Yeah, I mean, I honestly don't even know what to say. It was heartbreaking. It was absolutely heartbreaking. I hated it. I hated every minute of it. I love them both. I wanted them both to do well. I would have loved to see them just like go deep together. But... um why why don't you think they were able to work things out you know i think that there are some fundamental aspects to both of their personalities that just tend to clash whether it's in real life whether it's in the game in real life those are moments where you can you know you can push some things under the rug and you can move forward and you can be the bigger person you know depending on who's misbehaving at the time but when you're in the house fighting for a hundred thousand dollars you just don't let that shit go yeah yeah, I think that's well said. It's, it's it's a crazy game. It's a crazy game. Um, so I guess so. Talking about just just Ika's position then here now, uh, Melissa. This is like it, very. I mean, Ika's now the top dog in the house, correct? I mean, I think so. Also, just FYI, feeds are back up, um, and they're starting the HOH comp right now. It seems like it's a like a, some sort of trivia endurance thing. They have their hands on buzzers. Oh, I don't know oh, how no. this is working. Okay, is it like the pressure cooker in BB Six? Kind of. I can't quite tell. I'm trying to ask the chat because I missed the rules, but um, it lo- looks like they have to hold their hand on a buzzer. Correct me if I'm wrong, chat, but that's what it's looking like to me. Um. Yeah, uh, so that's going on. Sorry, I'm very distracted. No worries, no worries. You're doing your best. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, it's a huge HOH here. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this whole thing, it's crazy how Ika, though, like, I, I think that she's made this power move. Do you think that this is something that is going to help her game long-term or hurt her game long-term, Ashley? 
Um, I honestly think it might help her because I feel like she she has herself situated so well with the newbies and Netta, Bruno, Kevin, like Cindy, we thought was clearly with them, but obviously maybe Ika had a little bit more grasp on her. They're such big players. They're huge players, but you take one of those big players out, she's got a little, it's not easy. It's not going to be easier. Well, it'll be a little easier, but it won't be easy is what I'm trying to say. So you knock out Netta. Now she still has the newbies and that side is now smaller. So um, I was for her game. It was a really, really good move. Yeah, a oh man. I, 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 I'm still such like, well, I don't know for so many hours and we're, still well, yeah, we saw, we, we saw spoilers. So yeah, we yeah. were, we were, we were, uh, yeah. Ugh, geez. That was, uh, that was not good for, for the Netta fans out there, but uh, yeah, I, I, it's, it's, it's a crazy game. It's a crazy, crazy game. And I don't really know what to say. Uh, <laughs> let's let's just talk about let's just talk about your just general takes on this season a little bit here guys because i'm sure people are curious to hear uh your actually before we do that though i do want to talk about one thing uh the uh i just remembered the just we saw when netta was evicted how like devastated she was i mean we saw like she she's crying like oh my god that's just so bad so we were both like both of us watching uh, mumsy and i we're just like, oh, my God, that's just like we felt so bad for her because, I mean, at the end of the day, there are a lot of people and I get it. There are a lot of people that don't like Netta. A lot of people don't like what I'm saying here, trying to be positive about the situation. Um, but Netta is a human being. All of these people are human beings. They are real people. And to have, you know, you're playing this game where you think you're loved and, every, you know, everyone's booing you whenever you're saying stuff and then you get voted out. I mean, your dream is crushed. It's pretty devastating. So I think it's understandable to see Netta you know, be that upset in that moment. But we did see there was a Facebook live that she did with Arissa, which I guess is a couple hours after, um, after the eviction. So Mumsy from watching that, what, what was just basically like, what were, were Netta's spirits like during that? Cause I was getting the show set up. So I didn't yeah, really see everything. She was definitely in better spirits. She had composed herself. She changed. She looks like she's, um, you know, she's processing things the way Netta processes them. She's looking at them very game related. She's not taking a lot of this stuff personally um, at this point. Anyways, there's a lot of time for her to sit and stew in jury. So who knows how she'll feel next week. But it seems like she composed herself. She seemed in much better spirits. She was laughing, joking around, telling Roya to not listen to the haters and that the next person she wants to see in jury is her cat. So, you know what I mean? Aww. She's definitely it, it's a different. That was a shocked, devastated. My time is over Netta and now this is a, a more composed like this is a game and I got outplayed or whatever she did talk a lot about how she was in her mind trying to balance having this power like how do I play it do I sit around and do nothing or do I make power moves she was really th talking about how she wanted to do what she thought would make Canada happy so I think the fact that you know Canada is so unhappy with her when it comes to social media um, is going to be probably hard on her but it's obvious she was trying to do what she thought Canada wanted to see uh, Melissa you watched that too is there anything interesting that you got from from the Facebook live well, I found it interesting that uh, Arissa asked her who would she, who's she rooting for to win? And she first said Dre, which I thought was kind of random because I didn't think that her and Dre were close at all or that she thought Dre was playing a good game at all. So that was kind of surprising. And then, of course, she said Bruno and Kevin. Um, but yeah, I found that surprising. And also, I, I feel 
it sucks for Netta that now she's going into jury because she knows that Canada hates her because according to all the, the booze and the cheers and all that, uh, but now she can't figure out why. She just has to sit by herself and stew about it. And I feel like that's just got to be so painful. You know, to, to not have any idea what you did wrong, but know that something happened and you're like, you're on the bad end of it. I, I feel like that sucks. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I can tell you from experience, being alone in the jury house is not fun. It sucks. That, like, uh, you know, I, I thought my thing was bad. I got blindsided. I didn't know. I didn't know why I went home, whatever. I think Netta's is much worse because she knows why she went home. She knows Canada wasn't happy with her, but she doesn't know why. And she doesn't have, you know, there's all these other things she doesn't know. And it's just, um, yeah, I just can't imagine the stress that she's going uh undergoing right now um melissa brent was in the chat saying that the power was not the reason she went home it was her fights with ica do you have any what do, what do you think about that the whole was it like these fights with ica like how long just to refresh my memory and, and just and was there anything like recent that that i've missed like what was the like do, do you agree with that or do you think the power was the the main uh a catalyst well, for her going. Home. I watched Brent's Periscope that he just did. Um, and basically he said that um, she should have just given Ica this one win. Um, she should have let Emily stay and Dylan go home because Ica has been not having her, her pawns stay this entire time. It's always been whatever Netta wants. And this time Ica really wanted to have Emily stay and Netta just wouldn't give it to her. And Brent was saying that, um, if she had just given Ica this one win and showed Ica that she was, you know, a, a useful part of the alliance, uh, then Ica might not have turned on her the way that she did, or, or at least she maybe Netta would have been safe this one week. It wouldn't have been such an automatic "I'm going against you." And, and the fights, I mean, there was that recent one where it wasn't really that much of a fight. It was more just it, it was more subdued, but they were they were kind of coming at each other. And Ika did her comment about like, "Well, you should look in the mirror if you see your face." Blah blah blah. Um, and that one was kind of just like okay, ridiculous. But the way that it was retold to people was not accurate um netta was saying that ika yelled at her and that she was saying you know yelling at her in front of emily and revealing alliances um which wasn't the case um maybe ika shouldn't have been so sassy with her but still it wasn't as big of a fight as it was made to be and that is what was the catalyst for a lot of the behind the scenes conversations with cindy that ika had um, where she basically said, like, Netta's lying. She'll tear apart our alliance. And I'm sorry I keep talking, but I have a lot to say. <laughs> um, keep going. You're good, today's good episode, Today's episode, when they were in the storage room and Netta was trying to strategize and then – or trying to get Cindy not to use, not to put her up. And then Iga came in and was like, no, I'm not going to give you a minute. First of all, I loved that she wouldn't give her a minute because it was like, you know, don't let her say anything to Cindy. You have to get in there. Um, and then – but then Netta – she started to reveal the part about the six that Ica was in the six alliance, but then she started just kind of repeating stuff back that Ica was saying and kind of turning it into childish insults when it should have just been like, look, I'm on my, like my butt's on the line. We were in an alliance together. Like, here's this, here's the facts, you know, and get Ica in trouble at least with Dre and William and all them. And I wonder if there's going to be repercussions for that. Interesting. Okay. So that's, and I could, Certainly could happen. I think that Ica 
has definitely put herself in the spotlight with some of the other things she's done. But now, especially this and this huge mm-hmm. blow up, like um, I think that's just going to put the the microscope is just going to be even bigger on her. Um, let's take some questions, guys. Uh, Peely, I'll throw this one to you. Uh this one comes from uh, Kirsten McKinnis. Kirsten says, this move is stupid with an S, right? Right? Or am I being blinded by my love for Netta? What do you think? Was that a bad move by Cindy there? As much as I love Netta, no. It wasn't a bit it wasn't a bad move. No. Like like you like Momsi was saying earlier, like any like no one would have liked seeing uh, being sitting next to Netta. And that was the only chance they had. Who else was gonna put her up? They had to backdoor her. She's too smart to not be a backdoor plant. And no no one in the house was going to except for um, Mike, I guess. But, like, no, it was a great move of her. Good for her. I mean, I love Ned, and I'm really sad to see her go that way especially. But it was a good move, I think. Yeah, I, I would agree. I think, that, you know, I love and, Netta, but strong, strong move for Cindy Peely. Like, Cindy's so – like. We witnessed that in our season, JP, when like she got rid of you. Like she loved you. To, like she really, really genuinely liked you and she voted you out. Like she knows how to put her feelings aside and a lot of us don't. Yeah. And that's, that's, and that's, very like, true. that's a tough it's a tough it's a tough she was in a tough position and she was genuinely like, hurt, but she knew for her own sake of her game, it was better to get rid of her and she went for it. And, and like you guys you guys are saying, she is building a wicked resume for a final mm-hmm. two position. So we can't, we can't, we can't blame him for it. Like it was a really good move, in my opinion. Yeah, I think if Melissa, or Melissa, I was going to ask you this: Is Cindy? She can easily kind of just fade back a little bit now, too. Can she not with this move? I think she can. It just depends how she wants to play it. But I definitely think that there's bigger fish to fry. I think I don't think that Ike is going to be coming after her or anyone from that side. No. I think the only people who could potentially be like, "Whoa, now I don't know about Cindy," are Bruno and Kevin. But that's two people. I think that as much as it's like this definitely could come back to bite her. We have no idea. It totally come back, could come back to bite her because Netta, I feel Netta was loyal to Cindy. I feel like Netta and Cindy kind of had a bond. So it could totally come back to bite her. But it was great TV and it's great for the resume. And everyone on Twitter is saying that now you and Netta are in the same club. <laughs> wait, what are they? Wait, what do they say? Because you've both been evicted by Cindy in some sort of crazy scenario, blindside situation. There you go. So how does it feel? Well, there you go. Uh, well, I am wearing the Netta jersey tonight, the Black and Saints. Uh, so it is an honor to be mentioned in the same breath as Netta. I wish she wasn't in this category with me because uh, this uh, oh, that sucks. It sucks, but. Uh, uh, we feel we feel for you, Neds. Um, but hey, Cindy's really in there to play the game. She's not screwing oh, around this time. Like you can, you, like props to her, honestly. No, Cindy is playing. A, Cindy is playing a fantastic game. Yeah. She's doing a great job. Ash, how do you feel about Cindy 2.0 compared to 1.0? And did you think that she had this in her? Where do I even start with that? <laughs> like, looking at last season, it was just she is just our season she was just all over the place and I don't think she ever really knew what she was doing and she was just kind of being loud and boisterous with her moves to kind of make a scene and this season that she's on now she's just way more collected she's way more calm she's just she's thinking about things more she's not just doing things to to make a scene so I the fact that she went back and she changed something because obviously what she did the first time around wasn't good so the fact that she's gone back and changed something and knew that she had to change something, it's good for her. Like, I'm very, very proud of the game she's playing. 
the composure in particular, Ash, I think that's a really good point. Like we saw when she won that HOH, like Cindy was just like, okay, like, yeah, I won, but she didn't go crazy or anything. She, she's really thinking, you know, before she's making any of these huge moves and it was especially, you know, putting up Netta. She didn't, she really took her time. She thought it out. She's like, oh, I don't know if I want to do it. And then she went ahead and did it. So um, no kudos to uh, Cindy there. All right, before we move forward, we're just going to take a quick break and we'll be back right after this. This next question is from John Heddles. Uh, John says, how unfair is it that they gave Netta this ridiculous advantage, uh, but then they took it away during double eviction? So so basically, it's just the I guess the question is, you know, Netta's given this huge edge puts kind of a really big target on her back and then they make it so she's vulnerable at the double. Um, you know, that's the first time Mumsy, you, you're, you're making some faces here. I just feel like you could look at it from either scenario, right? She was given this immunity. If you, and so from some people's point of view, it's like, if you can't build the connections you need in four weeks or five, how many weeks are we in? Five weeks. Five weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have five weeks of safety, if that's not enough time to keep to keep you from going home in a double eviction, I mean, how, how much more of a gift can you be given? But at the same time, from the other angle, I hate this stupid power. I think it sucks. I think it never should have been on a vets versus newbies season. Oh, yeah. I think, you know, it was a terrible power for this specific type of show. And right from the beginning, we were all together watching the episode where she got the power. And I said right from the beginning, like... I, I am worried about this power. I don't think she will want it. I think it will hurt her in this game. And, um, well, here we are. Double eviction. Booted. Yeah. I mean, uh, the the interesting thing I there. i big brother. <laughs> Arisa, Arisa did say that there was a curse to it, and I think that's what it was. Yeah. Well, it, it, I remember Peely, when it first came out, was uh, you messaged me, and you're like, hey, we got to promote, like, Team Kev and get people to vote for Kev. <laughs> but I didn't, I, I didn't promote anything because I was just like, I don't really know what the – Ramif- if it's a good thing, yeah. going to be. Yeah. And, and ultimately, yeah, I do think it was a bad thing. And it's ironic because I think production put this in because they were like, oh, this is a fail safe. It's going to protect one of our favorites and it's going to keep them safe for like a month. And it'll make sure that Netta is not the first boot. Um, but in, as a result of this, we saw. We saw Mark go home first, but then we also lost Dallas, Cass, Gary, and now Netta, four of the vets in five weeks. Like, I do not think that production saw this coming at all. Um, so altogether. I, 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 sorry, I keep interrupting. No, go ahead, Peely. Go ahead. But I, I, I can see where Mums is coming from. Like, I think it was more of a curse, like more of a, like a downside to like a good side because, yeah, I think it hurt her aim a little bit more, unfortunately. Uh, let's take this next question. This one is from at Michelle T. Carroll. Michelle says, do you think there will be a jury member that goes back into the house? Um, so what do we what do we think about this question, Peely? Do we think that we're going to see someone from jury go back in? Well, to this day, to this season, I mean, every single season we've had a returning, whether it's jury, whether it's um um, pre-jury we've had a returning uh, player so and that's a little scary but um yeah, I think I don't think Big Brother is done with twists right now like they, actually they've taken it easy on them from our season Jordan I don't know if you remember but we've had we had an instant and a double by now no, I remember Peely. I remember <laughs> an instant and a double. No, it was a, it was an instant. It was like an instant and a triple almost. Instant, like, right? So yeah. I feel like right now 
despite the like vets against um, newbies and all this weird things that they're doing, I think they're taking it easy on them. Yeah, uh, I, 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 mean, I think they were a little, a little as a, as crazy. As a viewer, as a viewer, I think. As Just, a viewer. It's well, a different, I, it's a, it's a different. Personally, I'm glad there, are, are this, there aren't more twists than this because <laughs> this was enough. This was enough for me. Uh, the, the double was, uh, was a little crazy there. Um, okay. Oh, no. Ashley is texting me saying she can't get back in. She got kicked out. So we're going to work on Ashley here. Um, in the meantime... Uh, Melissa, can you just, is there any more details that we have about this, uh, HOH competition? Yeah. Um, apparently it's that they have to press the buzzer or press the buzzer when they hear the buzzer. So the buzzer will go off at random times and they'll have to press it. Um, am I allowed to give an update on if someone has gotten out or was that heading? Uh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll do that right now. Yeah. So, uh, we'll, we'll okay. make the announcement right now. So, uh, we are going to go into spoiler territory. If you do not want to know anything about, uh, you know, who does well in the HOH competition, now's your time to bow out. But I do believe, uh, Trevor Boris said this is a competition that's going to go on all night. So yeah. I think these are very minor spoilers. So Melissa, feel free to go ahead. Yeah, um, Dylan is out. He apparently pressed the uh, the buzzer before it went off, or the button before it went off. So he is out, supposedly. Um, I'm, I got kicked off the feed, so I'm opening it back up again. But okay. um, uh, yeah, and it looks like it's going to last a long time because the buzzer has not been going off. And they're just standing there in front of the in front of their buttons. Okay. So they just have to hit the buzzer when they hear a buzzer. Yeah, it's one of those random ones where it will just go off and they won't be expecting it, and they'll just have to press it. And whoever gets the hits it last um, gets out that round, and then they keep going. Okay, there's a. Oh, I'm sorry, Dylan is still in. Dylan uh, is still in. Okay. So he's not out, but he apparently he messed it up. <laughs> fake Somehow. news in the chat is what people are saying. <laughs> sorry for the fake news, guys. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's okay, Melissa. Don't worry. It's it's hard to. I don't. I, it's one of the things that Taryn somehow does is like he watches the feeds and he like has conversations and is like paying attention to the podcast at the same time. I'm like, dude, how do you? Yeah. do that? That's, that's yeah, kind of I already impossible. got kicked off the chat. I got kicked out the hangout, then got kicked off the feeds. I've been like trying to keep everything up. <laughs> You've got so many things going on. It's getting people it's off. It's crazy. Kicked, it kicked Ashley off the call, but Ashley's yeah. back now. So uh, <laughs> so there, there we go. Uh, let's take this next question. This one's from a friend of the show, Edward Morris, Edmo. Edmo says... How do you guys feel each of your season three castmates are doing? So we already talked about Cindy. So let's talk about Kevin and Bruno. Uh, let's start with uh, let's start with your boy Kev Peely. How do you feel uh, Kev Kev is doing this go around? Kev Kev. Uh, so I'm gonna try to make it short. Um, I think he is playing a better, smarter, and sharper game this time because a playing. No, I'm not like. I love their showmans, don't get me wrong, but playing with the partner and Big Brother could benefit you and could destroy your game because if you're always seen as a couple like Dylan and Emily. If they were if they if they both stay in the house, they were always gonna sit on the block together. Like that's it's a, it's a numbers game. So that's the way I see it. And so Kevin playing as an individual, despite the relationship he has with William. Uh, playing as an individual is very is very good for him because instead of instead of people targeting him, they're gonna be targeting Demetrius and um, Anika or like this, you know, like yeah. No. I don't know how else to put it, but um, but yeah. So I think I think it's it's 
it's it's really important to have that one person that you like can really trust and and that's brutal for him and that's great because they barely hang out which like they just get together share information quickly and disappear so i think he's playing a great game he's really focusing on um making not just superficial connections but really really genuine connections like friendships and like caring and like just making sure he has though those like um <laughs> friendships locked rather than being superficial and just like hi bye or you know Peely, I love it. I just, I love you so much, Peely. I just want you to know that you're the best. Yeah. Oh, great. He's having a hard time getting people to trust him. Like William is just like not having it. Like, yeah. Well, let's let's talk about that. And and Ashley, I want to ask you this: What did you think about the whole this past couple episodes? We've seen William's DR, so we're getting his perspective. Like, William is like really going. A little overboard, I feel like. In terms of, and maybe I'm biased because Kevin's my good buddy, but William's just like, oh, you're just a bitch, Kevin. And like he at the veto ceremony today, he told him to F off. Like it's all this like it's like what? Like why is William like it, 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 help me here, Ashley? Like, why is William so angry against Kevin? Ugh, I love it. It's so funny. Like I think he's angry because he actually really does like Kevin and he knows that Kevin is doing it for game, but I honestly think that William kind of is ripping him apart in the DRs and stuff because he's trying to save his, save what people are going to think about him. And he doesn't want it to make it look like he's getting played by Kevin, but I genuinely think that he kind of might sort of be getting played by Kevin in a sense that sometimes when you feel a certain way towards somebody, you can't really fight that off no matter what, no matter. So I honestly think sometimes he's being so mean over the top because he's trying to save his like self-image about how he doesn't want to look like he's being some little like a little whatever boy toy right yeah. uh i think that yeah. he's hurt you think he's hurt melissa that's why he doesn't i, like I totally think he's hurt and i think that he did start to have feelings for kevin and i think that when he found out that kevin was playing him whether or not the boy toy comment is true that probably hurt a lot. And I think that he wanted to show that, you know what? I'm not hurt. I'm fine. I was playing him this whole time, you know? And I think that that, it, it makes sense to me. And I'm also loving watching, you know, William be so aggressive in the DR. I think it's so funny. Um, and I think it's good. It's good for his game because he, you know, I feel like he kind of woke up a little and it, I think it'll be good for him in the long run to not be so tied to Kevin emotionally. Yeah, I, yeah. Go ahead, Peely. Sorry. I just, you guys make a great point. And I, I agree 100%. And it's like Dre, like she's really, really close to him and she really, really cares about him. So she's trying to get him to like, man, like wake up. This is a game because <laughs> I can relate to William a little bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's like, he's like head over heels with Kevin. And like, I, I know Kevin has genuine feelings for him, and like that's great. Like they they have a great great connection and friendship going on, whatever. But at the same time, it is a game. Like Kevin is trying to play the game, and he's gonna he's gonna be cl get closer and closer to William as long as he can, because he's on the other side, right? So he needs. It's important for him to make that strong connection with the, with at least one person, because then that'll keep him protected. Protected, and. I think it's a solid game for Kevin, but you know what? <laughs> Who knows? <I'm> 
We are. We are. We yeah. are biased. What did uh, if Peely? What did you think when the Big Brother announcer guy was like? Previously on Big Brother Canada, William and his showman's Kevin got in the bed. I was like, wait, what? Wait. I was like, Kevin and William are a showmance now? Like, what, what What did you think of that, Philly? Are you a little jealous by the announcer board? Uh, what do you say? I think, I think it's amazing that Kevin's getting some action in the house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not jealous. I know Big Brother, and I know production will do any, like, they will twist words, twist actions, like, I'm, there's nothing I'm not against anything at all like I I do know it's all, all production but um I think it's hilarious and like Kevin's having fun like it's tough in there right like it's a tough environment so it's I think but it's, it's hilarious a, but it's, not a show, but it's not a show like no that. and Kevin would hate if that was a label because he hates lab- labels and he doesn't want to be seen in a showman's like that's He's not playing it like that. I mean, they also called uh, Dylan and Emily star-crossed lovers. So I don't know if we can really believe everything <laughs> the announcer says. So we got to take it with a grain of salt. Uh, what did you, what did yes. you like best, Mumsy? Was it uh, it was the champ and the lady and the champ? Mm. Uh, it was Beauty and the Greek, mm. and then it was also uh, what was the other one? Oh, I guess it was just kept William and Kevin the showman. So of those three, what was your favorite? Like my favorite name or my favorite actual showman? Name. Uh, I liked the champ one. Lady and the champ. Okay. So, so good. You could remember the name. Uh, I I personally, I personally really liked, uh, I I liked beauty and the the Greek. I think that's uh, got a good ring to it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. This is a very fun showman. Uh, let's keep going with we uh, Edmo's question. This is like t- ten minute question. Sorry, Edmo. Uh, about he wanted to know about everyone from season three. We talked about Sandy. We talked about Kev, uh, Bruno, Ashley. How do you think Bruno's doing this this go round? I think Bruno's playing a very similar game to how I played the first time around, which is not bad because I honestly think he was playing an unreal game his first time around. He just kind of got kind of the short end of the stick with that twist. But everyone knows that. Bruno, no one ever wants to send Bruno home. Everyone, even when we were in the house with them, we're like, oh, we couldn't do that to Bruno. We can't do that to Bruno. He's, it's Bruno. But and no one ever goes after him, ever. Even though that you know he's a threat and that you should go after him, he's got some weird, like, thing that he does. Loving. That makes you not want to, yeah, he's loving. And he just, like, reminds you, to me, he reminded me of, like, back home because he was so genuine. And he literally, like, made him, made himself, like, he was part of, so weird. And... I think he's playing an amazing game, and I really hope that he doesn't get in trouble after this week. Yeah, I, I hope so, too. Um, sorry, hold on. My, my sister's trying to have a conversation with me right now about sushi. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, so, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You can have it. You can have that, too, as well. Yeah, you can have that sushi as well. That's so funny. Yes, very funny. But anyway, yes. All the sushi that is on this table that we ate is up for grabs, Emma. Sorry, guys, about that. Um, so, okay. <laughs> Dinner, dinner problems. We're on the we're on the West Coast here, so it still is around dinner time. Uh, this question is from Marjorie Diaz Twine. Uh, Marjorie asks, "Will the feeds be down the entire Easter?" Uh, Melissa, do you have any? Do you, have you heard anything about this? I heard that they will not be down. They will not be down. Okay, That's so we can confirm uh, that they will not be down. Um, okay, let's uh, let's take this question. This one is from uh, Jordan Jordan Chong. Jordan says, "Is Dylan the worst BB can player of all time?" Um, poor Dylan. That's uh, 
It's unfortunate. What do we? I don't know if Dylan's definitely not like yeah. season two with Kyle Shore. Yes. Can I? Can I? Can I jump in quickly? Jump in, Peely. I don't think he has a worse. No, he's he's playing a good game. However. It is Big Brother. You don't give up your life, your Big Brother life like that. For a second, we all thought that, I don't even know if it was air or not, but he was like, he gave up on his game at one point because he didn't want to campaign against Emily. I get it. You guys are genuine friends. But you can't give up your life on Big Brother <laughs> like that. It reminded me of, it reminded me of US season. What's it called? What's his name? Uh, Clay, when he was like on the block with yeah. Shelly in BB Seventeen, yes. he was like, yes. like, "Yeah, just like oh, I'll go home." Like he was gonna stay too. Like you, like thousands of people would die to be in that house and play the game. You don't give up like that. Like I'm sorry, you came in the house alone. You, there's only one winner. Like you can't, you just can't. What sorry. do you think? What do you think, uh, Ashley? How do you how do you feel about Dylan's game? I don't think he's that horrible. I. I kind of like Dylan, even though he's kind of tied himself. He did tie himself really close with Emily, and now Emily's gone. I don't really know where he's going to go. Is he going to go with Kevin and Bruno? Is he going to go to the Ica side? He's kind of has his own thing now where he can reinvent a, his game. I think it's a perfect opportunity for Kevin yeah. and Bruno to pull him in for sure for another number on him. So I think Dylan is like the clear winner of the double eviction. Like he survived oh. both evictions. Yeah. Now he's going to be pulled into a strong duo, I think. So I think he's in a good position. Yeah, I, I really do. Cause like who, Melissa, who's gotten for Dylan at this point, right? There are bigger fish to fry. Are there not? Yeah, I definitely think so. And I, I just want to say one thing that, uh, okay. So like everybody's been saying that Dylan and Emily are so stupid for getting mad at Kevin and Bruno for not using the, or the veto on them or for Kevin, not using the veto. I don't necessarily think that's so stupid that they would get mad at them because in their minds, they're in an alliance with them. They think they're all valued members of the alliance. So when he doesn't use it, they're like, what the heck? Why wouldn't you try and at least get one of the people of your alliance off? They didn't know for sure that Bruno was going to go on the block at that point. So they're thinking, they're not thinking, oh, Kevin wants to make sure Bruno doesn't get on the block because those two are the closest. They're thinking, wait, I thought we were all in an alliance together. Why are we not all being valued? Well, like this can't be a real alliance. So I could see where they were coming from when they were getting so upset with it. People were saying, that's so stupid. Don't they know that Kevin and Bruno would want to save each other? Maybe they don't know. And I think that I would be upset if I was in their position and like someone in my alliance didn't use the veto on me. So, I mean, I totally see where they're coming from. And I just had to say that because that's been kind of bothering me all week. Yeah, so from the episode, like we saw, like it it didn't look like... Bruno, like Bruno, there there was a confrontation about the hot tub with Dylan and Emily and Bruno, and then Kevin comes back and they're upset. Melissa, did Bruno or Kevin explicitly say, "Hey, like, uh, did Kevin just say, hey, look, I, I I value you guys, yes, but Bruno is my number one, and I had to keep no. him safe." He didn't say that. He he didn't say Bruno's my number one. He just said. I couldn't, we didn't want Bruno going on the block. If one of you came off, Bruno was going up. He's another member of our alliance. Why would we want that? But they didn't, he didn't explicitly say, well, Bruno's my number one. I want to keep him safe for sure. So if you guys are expendable, it was, it, they, he just wasn't saying that to them. And so I could see why they would keep getting more and more upset with him because it just, to their minds, they think they're in a five person alliance and that that alliance is just solid. And it didn't come off that way when Kevin didn't save one of them.
Right. Um, yeah, that's it's a tough it's a tough situation to be in. I'm trying to think like, Mumsy, for you, like in your season, who was it you did you went against uh Poppin. yeah, you went against but you went against Pop and Paul, right? When you voted him out. Like Oh, yes, that one was well no, that was really going against either the girls' alliance or the first five. Okay. Yeah. So like yeah, it's uh, I I thought we could make some sort of comparison there, but I don't really think we can. It didn't involve a veto. Um, but that's okay. Um all right. I'm just trying to look through the questions here. I don't really see a ton else here that we want to get into. If you have a question you want to send in last minute, uh, use hashtag happy hour. Uh, oh, here's one. This one is from uh, Jen Wyatt. Jen says, do you think Big Brother Canada should do the no booing rule yes, for evictions yes. like BBUS yes, does? Yes, I hate yes. that. I think it's terrible. I think it's vicious. I don't like it at hockey games. I don't like it in Big Brother. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah, and I don't games think is fair game, but it, uh, I don't it, think they should have the people standing behind Arissa that you can see on the screen cheering or booing or whatever they're doing because they were making it well known that they were happy that Netta was leaving or whatever, and like they shouldn't be able to hear all the boos, and then Ika shouldn't be able to stand up and be like, "Yes, Canada, like we're doing this for you" or whatever she said. Like it just it kind of taints the game because also Netta started playing differently after she found out that Canada hated her. So I just feel like it's it's totally unfair to have the game tainted like that. Yeah. I, I, I agree with that too. And, and, you know, Peely Ash, like we, we could hear on our season, right in the house, you hear that. Like when I got, when, it, when I got blindsided, I heard the audience was like, yeah, it's so good. That, I guess it's one where it really doesn't affect the game. Do you remember the one time it was Brittany who had the sole power to evict either Peely or Godfrey. Right. Um, she, evicted Peely. That's when Peely went home on the double. And there was somebody standing behind Arissa, kind of like going like this to Brittany. Like, oh, yes. What are you doing? What are you doing? And right after that, Brittany's like, did I make the right decision? And like, she was constantly thinking about her game and like what changes. So people making noises and people being there, it kind of alters the game and how people um, play in there. Like, I, I hate it. I hate it. And people already feel bad when they get voted out and having somebody boo on top of that is just disgusting. I'm going to I'm going to tell you something really quickly. So Kevin and I talked about this because it's kind of funny. So because we see like the impact from the outside world for to us house guests being in the house, we not knowing what's going on out there. So like imagine if, I, if, for example, HOH got to have a cell phone for a day and go through social media and whatever and just like read like all these comments of like people are agreeing, disagreeing, agree that after reading those comments it would change your game but how do you know like it would play it plays with your mind like oh my gosh i'm not doing this right it's like almost like knowing the future and trying to fix it when it's and, not yeah. meant to be you know it what totally, i mean it totally does i, I agree 100 percent with you guys like it shouldn't be allowed it shouldn't be a thing that house guests are able to hear the um the audience because it it plays with their head it like it makes you wonder, oh my gosh, did I, did I not? Like it should, like if we, if we, if we're not allowed, if we're not supposed to have any contact with the outside world, we shouldn't be able to hear that. Yeah. And I mean, even just in this specific instance, I'm looking at the live, the live chat as I do the podcast and it totally affects me. Like if I see people going, no, Melissa, no, you're wrong. I'm like, oh shoot. Like, am I saying something that's so awful? Like I should stop. I should say something else. Like it totally, even just like this little chat box, it totally affects me. Right. 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 No, totally. And, and when, especially when you're in that house, you're in that environment, you're so cut off from everything. You're just dying for like one thing 
that is going to yeah. give you some insight into the outside world. And when, you know, it's a cheer, even if it's like yeah. one thing, you know, you're going to take that and just be like, oh my God, like this is huge. Like this, you know, this is you know, I have to do this now. Right. Yeah. Like you're saying with, with Brit, uh, Ashley is, yeah. you know, that just completely shift your mindset. Same with Bobby. When Bobby told me, uh, when Bobby told me in jury, when he's like, he's like, yeah, man, when I evicted you, he's like, I heard the loudest cheer I have ever heard in my entire life. Cause he was the final vote to evict me. And he said, he's like, yeah, I knew instantly. I'm like, okay, great. I'm on the right path and I'm doing the right kind of stuff in the game. And you know what? I mean, as great as that was for Bobby and as great as it is for some people, um, you know, I don't know if that's necessarily I, I, I think it's a, like I think they can, you know, avoid that. There, there's so much hate and so much love that you can't you can't like rely on that on those like comments or, you know, like there's a lot of opinions. Them people are going to disagree. agree. like they might be wrong, like. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 unfortunate. It's putting the audience bias into a game that, you know, like we, we talked about this even before the season. If, you know, people we knew were going back in, do you give them advice or do you not? Because my bias against something or my thought process might actually hurt someone's game. Yeah. So the bias, you know, in a game where... Big Brother tries so hard to cut you off from everything. Like the whole point is to not know you're in sequester. Then, you know, in jury, you're sequestered again. So to give those hints and to give that information, I do think is game changing. I mean, I was trying to do the numbers in my head to think if they didn't know Canada hated Netta, and I'm putting that in my fake little quotations, um, would she have had the numbers to stay? I don't think so still, but would, would Kevin have struggled? Would he have, you know what I mean? Like would the votes have been that intense? And, and especially when you have returning vets who know that Canada plays such an integral role in your game, it really does give them a leg up or maybe veers them on a different direction or whatever. And I just don't think that's how the game is supposed to be played. Totally. And like, how do we know that the immunity that they gave Nina was maliciously supposed to be, you know what I mean? Like, how do like, how do we know it wasn't like a hateful thing to do? Oh, let's ruin her game. Let's screw her game. Let's vote for her or vice versa. Like I also, yeah. I also think that people lean towards Ika's side after finding out that Netta was hated in quotes. So I think that that sure. totally affected yes. the game and why sure. Cindy might've gone to Ika rather than Netta because people started to say, Oh, I'm glad I picked the good side. And, totally. and so it's, it absolutely affected the game. How totally. many people are going to run to Ika's side now? Like, I feel like that also, mm -hmm. even people still in the house, that still affects the game because Netta was closely aligned with Kevin and Bruno. People and because want to work with Kevin and Bruno now. Yeah. yeah. Canada was booing when Netta was trashing Ika. Yeah. Right? So now there's a hint there that Ika is this, you know, golden child. Yeah. And, um, and so that, that might help Ika's game, but it might hurt Ika's game. And again, I just think it's an unfair thing to happen um, in that house. I think that's huge for Ike's game, really, because I think that, yeah, a lot of people, I, I didn't even think about that, is the booing thing. You know, ne you know, clearly Ike is hearing it, she's acknowledging, and she's like, see, look, Canada hates mm -hmm. her, blah, blah, blah. But I, I, I do think, yeah, people are going to interpret that as, hey, Ike is powerful, people like Ike, we got to work to Ike, they're going to jump to Ike. I think, though, what's going to happen is that Ike is going to get a lot of power, she's going to become the queen of the house, yep. she's going <laughs> to be the top dog, and then it's going to be the same thing all over again, where people are like, oh, well, Ike's, you know, running the show i don't like her now blah 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 kind of like the same thing with netta so yeah. it's just like <laughs> you can't really win i mean no, the, in there the viewers really are can. very fickle 
They are. It will it's turn like, on you in a second. Yeah, it, it's it's absolutely crazy. Um, I, I want to ask this question to you, Melissa. This one is from Desi Bella Rose. Desi says, "How is the French connections position in the house moving forward?" So, uh, yeah, what, what what are things looking like for William and Dre now that uh, that Ned is out of there? I mean, I think it's pretty good. I, I mean, because now Ica is the new. Queen B, I guess, and Ica likes them, and Ica was working with them. So I think generally, I mean, it all depends who wins HOH and how this whole thing sh- shakes out. But it, I don't think it necessarily changes their position. If anything, it makes their position better. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I think they are in a really, they are in a good spot. Um, let's take. Let's see. Let's take let's take this last question before we start to wind things down. This one is from at Williams Pajamas. Uh, William says, uh, what's your guys take on Kevin and Karen? Uh, she's talking smack <laughs> about him right now and he's five feet away from him. Uh, she, she's five feet away from him. Uh, so Ashley, what do you think about this whole Kevin and Karen dynamic? Uh, he's Jeffrey Dahmer one day. He's, you know, it's like all this crazy stuff she has uh, on him. I don't know why. I secretly love the Karen and Kevin relationship. I know they're constantly kind of out of each like at each other and it's so entertaining, but I genuinely feel like at the end of the day, like outside the house, they're gonna be I feel like they're gonna be really good friends, to be honest. I feel like it's more of like a like like very it's not it's not a harmful their relationship's not harmful, but I know I know Karen Karen kinda said that she does want Kevin gone so i don't know know what to think about it because i love it but it's not good for him (laughs) yeah it's uh it's it's really uh it's (laughs) that whole relationship peely uh i mean what do you think about that because for me like some of it i hear what ash is saying like some of it's like oh yeah it's like not that malicious but then like yeah the jeffrey dahmer thing (laughs) it's just like what it's just so over the top i think i watch life is constantly and from like from Obviously, I get more information from life than from the show itself, like the episodes. But um, I think Karen genuinely didn't trust Kevin at first. And, like, just, like, she's a very honest person and can be ruthless. And Kevin's a very sensitive guy. And he doesn't show his emotions. Like, it takes him a really hard time to um open up to people. And he does have a poker face. Like, it is hard to trust him. But, like, if he's if – he's, like she, she was attack. Oh, no, attacking him, but she was saying like, "What, what? Um, is he a, a Capricorn? What is he in January?" <laughs> Wait, he's. he's I, 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 you're the okay, whatever wrong he person. is. He's like, whatever he is. He's like, yeah, they're not trustworthy or something. He said, she said something stupid like that, and it really bothered Kevin. And then she was just talking about Survivor and other things, and Kevin's like, "Okay, can we address this and like just like talk about this, like?" I'm really like, this is as real as I will get. Like, so long story short, she just doesn't trust him. And like, and like Kevin's like, he's had, he's had the hardest time to try and put the wall down and that's never going to happen. He finally came to the conclusion that it's never, and it will never happen no matter what he says to her. That being said, they can just have fun with it. I think they will be really good friends at the end of the day. It's like picking at each other. I think they're just doing it for fun now. Like, Karen calls him the Kevin Martin. Like I think it's for shits and giggles now. I don't think they trust each other on the game, obviously, like game um, in a game level, obviously. But I think they're just doing it for fun right now. I'm just like whatever. I think it's hilarious. 
So uh, chat room is talking about uh, the motivations mm-hmm. of Cindy keeping uh, getting rid of Netta. And uh, again, Brent Walgamont in the chat saying that uh, the reason why Cindy did was the reason why she did this to save the six. Uh, and people in the chat seem to agree with that. Melissa, what do you think about that? Is that what Cindy was going for, trying to preserve the six and keep it together? And if so, can the left, the re- whatever remains of the six, can it be saved? Melissa? Oh, did she freeze? Oh, no. Melissa froze. So Melissa Melissa did freeze. So, uh, okay. Okay, there we go. You're back. Okay. So, okay. So, what do you, what do you think about that, Melissa? I definitely think that that could be a huge motivating reason for Cindy to do that because I kept telling her, Netta will tear this alliance apart. Netta will be the downfall of this alliance. And Cindy, this whole time, has been trying to keep them together. And I think in Cindy's mind, if she had just gotten rid of, like that Netta was the common denominator for all the, you know, the turmoil and inner issues. But if they got rid of Netta, then you know, then they could re- reconvene as a five and move forward to the end. I don't think she necessarily sees that maybe Ika and Dimitri's are doing their own thing. Um, but I think that she thought that this could bring them all together and fix everything, which I don't know if that's really going to happen. Yeah, I, I feel like, like, Sarah, what do you think about this? Do you think it's better in terms of the six trying to stay together? Do you think it's better to keep Ika in there? But, like, maybe it's a bad question to ask you because you're, you're in a tough, so you don't want to say anything bad about either of them. But, I mean, I don't know. I feel like, from my perspective, watching the feeds, Ika is the one saying, this alliance doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything for me. Why don't you guys, you're not loyal to me, all this stuff. And Netta is trying to get, you know, everyone's trying to pull you know, everything together. If you're trying to keep the six as a thing, would it not make sense to get rid of the person who's, you know, trying, who keeps talking smack about the six? Well, again, I think that just talks a little bit about Ika's social game in the sense that obviously she, that's, you know, that was her decision. Like she picked Ika in the end over, over Netta. The problem with Netta again, is that would you rather be sitting next to Ika in final two or Netta in final two? Yeah, I'd rather okay. sit next to Ica, yeah. And then also we have the situation where for the past five weeks, Netta has not really been that easy going. Like she's not been super easy going when it comes to these decisions. She's kind of been like a hard and fast, this is what we're gonna do. You know, once in a while she'll listen to somebody else's pitch, but at the end of the day, I Netta got her way every time. And do does this alliance want to play out that way for the rest of the season? No. You know, so, you know, I can see how this kind of deteriorated to this point. I'm heartbroken over it. I hate it, but I can see how it kind of led to this point. Uh, Ashley Peely, you want to jump in on this? Go Ash first. Sorry, I was distracted. I'm just, I'm too sad to talk right now. I don't, I feel like I said how, like what I said before, I'm sad for Netta. It was a good game move and everything, but yeah, I'm just. Yeah. That the way she left. She she deserved to go out better than that, I think. Yeah. I l- like every time someone gets evicted it sucks. Like it, you feel for them, but like a double eviction, like an instant eviction, something like you're not expecting, it's 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 tough to witness, let alone to live it. And just watching Netta, like she was broken. Like she was devastated. You could just she couldn't even talk because she was crying so like in the inst like it was almost speechless, right? Like, it's, like there's no words to describe how how upset she was. Um, despite the like, 
with the position she was in, just going out like that, it was like a punch in the face. Her immunity is up. She's out. Like, yeah. I mean, I also see. I see why Cindy would go for Netta rather than going for Ika because at this point, Ika and Dimitri's are portraying to Cindy that they want to save the six. They want to be a part of this alliance, but they just can't because of one person. One person's getting in the way of this great alliance that's going to take it to the end. And and so Cindy's thinking, okay, either if I get rid of Ika, then Dimitri's pissed at me, and you know, and the, the six still doesn't come together. But if I get rid of this one person that's the throwing the wrench in all of our plans, according to Dimitri's and Ika, then we can have our six or our five. And so I totally see why she wouldn't try and get out someone like Aika when Aika's got Dimitri's on her side and why she wouldn't get out Kevin or Bruno while they've got each other on each each side. But the way that it was being portrayed to her was that the one problem was Netta. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, uh, crazy night. That, what Mumsy just did, sums it up. Uh Oh man, I'm gonna need to. I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna just need to breathe after this. I think we all do. Yeah, we're all gonna have to hug it out. We, we wish uh, we were all together, uh, and so we could all hug this out. But uh, virtual hugs for all, for everyone. We love you. <laughs> much uh all right guys uh so i time for me to make this announcement that we hyped up at the beginning of the show i don't know if we really hyped it up but there were some people that were in the chat that were like yeah you could hype me up right (laughs) there were some people in the chat were like oh my god what's going on and and brent said in the chat he's like oh i know what it is jp's coming out as gay uh no i'm not i'm not i'm not coming out of the closet uh no no So tune in Maybe. next week. Stay, Stay tuned. tuned. Maybe it is next week. We're gonna we're gonna change it to uh, the announcement hour. That's what it's gonna be. Just announcements all 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 day. Oh. Uh, but no. Without further ado, I'm just gonna rip this off like a band aid because you know I'm known for going on and on and on and on about things without <laughs> actually saying anything. Um, this is my last season of doing the happy hour. Um, so uh, yeah, there I said it. It is. Um, I'm really sorry. This is, uh, was a really hard decision to make, uh, but it was something that had to be done. I'm really sorry, guys. Uh, but And I know people are going to say, they're going to be like, oh, just because Netta went home, you're quitting, or oh, because of this, you're quitting, or whatever. Blah, 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 blah. No, that was not... <laughs> you want to give me the stage? You can hang out here, Mom. It's okay. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it, it, this was something that I, I came to this decision a couple of weeks ago. Um, and it, it did not have to do with any of this stuff. It's just something where I, I was reflecting on where I'm at in my life. And I realized that, you know, I, I don't, this isn't really positive for me right now. And it's not so much the, it's not the podcast. I love the podcast. I love this community. I love RHAP. Um, but I do need a break from the Big Brother community. I think the Big Brother community, if you're watching this online or listening to this or wherever you're hearing this, um, you know, Big Brother community is a little crazy. It's a little toxic at times. Um, it can be very negative. Uh, I get a lot of negative feedback. And, uh, you know, I, I, to be honest with you guys, I'm not the kind of person who, before I started doing this, I, I wasn't, or before I got on Big Brother, I wasn't a person who had people on a regular basis tell me how much I suck or, you know, all, the, you know, all this other stuff. I, I was just used to going about my day. Uh, so... You know, it's it's been that. That's been a thing. I think another thing for me as well is that 
um, I'm tired. I've done this. I've done since I, right after I got off the show, like, I don't know, it was a couple weeks later, I started doing big brother 17 podcasts. And then we had, uh, you know, we had BB camp four, BB 18, uh, BB OTT, then BB camp five. So that's, you know, five seasons. It, it's really been a lot in two years. I just need a break. I think for me, the show has, uh, you know, it, I, I don't have the passion for the show that I used to have. And I think maybe that's because I'm burnt out. Maybe because I think especially the U.S. version of, of the show has suffered in terms of uh, quality. I don't really enjoy the show as much as I used to back in the day. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of the reason, you know, for, for where I'm coming from. Uh, I told Rob in the LFC a couple of weeks ago, so they know Melissa can confirm this isn't just a new thing. I've you know been holding on to this for a while. I just wanted to wait a little bit and think it out a bit before I officially announce it. But, yeah, that's my decision. Um, I know that I was involved in uh, some some Twitter drama this past weekend. That has nothing to do with it as well. Uh, that is something that, uh, you know, and just to lay it all out there for you guys. So it came out on the live feeds uh, that Ika and Kevin both said, hey, JP told us to vote out Cindy first, um, which uh, is true to an extent. Yes, before the season started, Ika and Kevin both reached out to me at separate points. They said, hey, uh, do you think it would be, do you want me to get rid of Cindy first? And I said, yeah, awesome. If you can get rid of Cindy first, that's great. But you know, don't ruin your game to go do it. I didn't go reach out to every single person. I didn't call people up and say, yeah, I voted, you know, net, I voted Cindy, blah, blah, blah. No, I didn't say any of that. It was just a situation where talking before the game, they asked me if I would like that. I said, if you can, great. So that happened, led to some drama. Some people were coming at me on Twitter, some former house guests and various other things. Um, I, I've, you know, apologized for it. I've, um, I know I messed up. That's a big scumbag move uh, of me to do. Um, but unfortunately it happened. And I am sorry. I'm sorry to Cindy. I'm sorry to Cindy's fans. Uh, I will say I have done a complete 180 on Cindy since the season has started. I think if you listen to this podcast regularly, you know um, that I actually am kind of rooting for Cindy this season. I think she's doing a really good job. And I think she's, you know, in a really great position in this game. So I do really regret it and it sucks. Um, but that doesn't have anything to do with my decision. My decision came two weeks ago. This thing just happened, you know, I think it was like Monday that this all came out. So anyway, I just wanted to let you guys know about that. Let into a huge thing. Mumsy uh, was, was there as well, but uh, with some of the Twitter drama, but I just wanted to let you guys know that, you know, that's, that's the case. Um, I'm not being fired. Rob didn't fire me. He didn't say, Jordan, you're out. No, this is a hundred percent my decision. Not as into it as I used to be. That's not fair to you guys. You guys deserve the best. Um, I'm sure you guys are wondering, Hey, what's going to happen? Is there a happy hour still thing? Like what's going on? I, I believe the plan is that Rob is going to retire. The happy hour, the LFC are still going to do their own, um, sorry, weekly show. So, uh, so just keep on the, you know, they've started that. They're going to keep doing that. Um, I think during BB 19 and beyond. So hopefully, uh, that will, uh, yeah, hopefully that'll, that'll keep going. And I think that the first one went really well. And I think that, um, it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm sorry. I'm just going through my notes. There's a lot of things I just wanted to touch upon. Oh, other thing I want to let you guys know is, you know, this is, I'm not starting another podcast or anything either. Like I, this is it. Like I'm done talking about BB, you know, don't think like I'm just going off to start my own thing. anti RHAP. Team RHAP forever. I want to thank Rob, Scott St. Pierre, the LFC, everybody who's been so supportive of me. Um, you know, Rob took a chance on me two years ago. He didn't have to. 
Um, and it really meant a lot that he did that. And I, I really, really appreciate that. And he'll always have my loyalty and respect. So I'm not going to go off and do that. I do have a fantasy football podcast that I do. Um, so if you want to listen to that, you can still listen to that. And I'm still going to do that. But that has nothing to do with Big Brother. Um, so just to let you guys know, um, basically, that is, uh, that's pretty much it there that I wanted to lay out. I'm just trying to think if there's anything else here. So just so you guys know, just so there's no confusion, I will stay on uh, for the rest of the season. But once this season is over, um, I will bid you farewell. Um, but I'm not dying. I'm still alive. I'm, I think this is going to be good. So I know this is very somber, but... No one's going to ask me to be on podcasts anymore. Uh, Peter Wyatt. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> JP, we love you. Well, hey, I love you guys. And thank you so much to everybody who has been supporting me since day one. I, I mentioned I have a lot of people who really don't like me, um, but I have a lot of people that have been really, really supportive of me since day one. Um, and you guys know who you are. And I really really appreciate you so much. I mean, seriously, it means the world that you guys have had my back and you've been there for me um, to help me live out a dream of mine doing this podcast. It's been such a fun ride, but um, unfortunately, um, this is the end of the road for me and I, I need to move on with my life and get, uh, you know, work towards um, my teaching career, which is what I really want to focus on with my schooling and, and work and volunteering and everything that's, you know, taking up so much of my time. So um, anyway... Um, I, if you have any questions, if you're concerned, it's, it's just kind of like when your parents split up or something. So if you have any, if you want to know, it's, it's, it's me, it's not you. Uh, if you have a, you know, if you want, if you want to know something, send me an email, I'll gladly explain, you know, my thought process and I'll lay this all out. Um, it, it's parhardjordan at gmail.com and I'll gladly, you know, just give me my reason, reasons. And, you know, if you have any questions or anything like that, then feel free to go ahead and, um, Yes, parhardjordan gmail.com. Feel free to, yeah, feel free to email me. But yeah, so the decision is final. I've made it. There's no getting me back. This is going to be the retirement, the retirement parhardy. We're going to go, you know, do my rounds. We're going to say goodbye these last few weeks and we're going to have lots of fun and, and we're going to be dancing. It's going to be good. So I just wanted to thank everybody for, for being there for me and for all the love and support. You guys have been the best. It's been a great two years. And uh, yeah, those are the honest to God reasons. Reddit, don't try to come up with any other reasons because that <laughs> is the honest truth. There's nothing else. This is my genuine feelings. I know you're going to come up with some other reasons because you make threat. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm going to Big Brother Rehab is what I'm going to. Um, but anyway, sign us all up for BB Rehab. But anyway, I just wanted to let you guys know, uh, thank you so much. I'll be back uh, next Wednesday. Uh, don't forget, Rob Sesternino will have an exit interview, I believe, with Netta. Should be tomorrow or the next day, so keep an eye out for that. The LFC will be back on Sunday at some point, uh, talking about the live feeds. And then Monday, Rob will be back. Uh, talking about BB Can 5 again after the episode. So uh, I'll be back next Wednesday. Can't wait to see you guys there. Um, I, I, usually we have a hashtag for the episode. Uh, I, I guess what, should we, this is kind of like a funeral, was it not? <laughs> hashtag RAPJP. Hashtag RAPJP. We, we could do that if you want. Sure, if you want to, if you want to do that. Uh, and, and someone's asking, oh, also one other thing, very important. Uh, Rob is doing a live show in Toronto Thursday, May 11th. If you were in the greater Toronto area and you want to go check that out, uh, it's going to be after the eviction that night. So talking about BB Can't 5, hoping to get some other house guests that are going to go there. Uh, I will not be able to attend because i live in vancouver other side of the country and i can't afford to make two flights out there for that and the finale so 
uh, just so you guys know, I will not be at that trip or uh, uh, at that show, but you can buy tickets for that. And I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. LFC will be there. And I think you'll have a lot of, a lot of fun, but anyway, guys, thank you so much. <laughs> I, I, I don't know any other way to end this podcast. So I'll see you next week. <laughs> Ashley, Peely, Mumsy, Melissa, thank you guys so much. This was so much fun. Um, you guys are the best. Uh, all right. I will see. So I, I don't even know how to say, I sign this off. There's no hashtag. So for Ashley Wood, Peely Niemer, Sarah Miller, and Melissa Denny, I am Jordan Parhar. Hashtag no hashtag. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Peace out. The theme song of the reality TV Rehappy Hour is written and performed by Ryan Elder. Check out more of his work at ryaneldermusic.com.